Have you been thinking about wanting to start your own podcast? When I was trying to get the Evan Witt show off the ground, trying to find where to go, I had a lot of questions and trying to figure it out. And Anchor was the place to go. Easy to start, easy to use, and it's free. And you can get your podcast heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other great places that people like to listen. The answer, again, is Anchor. And I love using Anchor as it's extremely easy and simple and free to use. If you want to join me with Anchor on your podcast, then go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of all the podcasters that Anchor has to offer. I enjoy and cannot wait to start hearing your first podcast. That's anchor.fm slash start. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Sunday. It's week one of the NFL season. Well, the day two of week one of the NFL season as day one was on Thursday night as we had the Falcons and the Eagles play. Well, today we got Packers and Bears and in this episode of the Evan Witt podcast, I will be breaking down and giving you my predictions of the Packers and the Bears. I will also be giving you my predictions for division winners of the NFL um, as well. And who I think will make the playoffs and who I think will be successful and win the Super Bowl. I will give you my playoff predictions too. This is the Evan Witt Podcast and I appreciate you all for listening. Uh, feel free to give me a follow on Twitter at Evan Witt Sports. Um, if you want to add anything to the show, you want to uh, be part of it, you want to give your thoughts on anything I had to say, you have any Packer questions, anything, you can tweet at me at Evan Witt Sports. You can also email me. Coach Evan 66 at gmail.com. And, you know, I apologize for not getting this out sooner. I know I'm uh, kind of pushing the deadline here to get predictions in and whatnot for week one and for the Packers. Fortunately, they play a night game today. But, you know, I was going to do it yesterday. I was first going to do it Wednesday. That didn't work out. Uh, then I was going to do it yesterday, but ended up officiating my first three games ever. Um, which I think went pretty well, you know, putting the, the zebra shirt on and the hat and getting to throw the penalty flag. And I will say, being an official, you, you start to understand and learning about the rules, specific rules to the, uh, NF, you know, to the game of football, you really start to understand the why, you know, why they call it something the way they did or why they didn't call it something the way they did. You really start to understand the why. And I, I, I'm very grateful for that. And I'm going to continue to learn the game of football from a different perspective moving forward as an and as a uh, <clears throat> uh, youth and high school official. So, you know, so that happened. And then the Racine Raiders, local minor league, semi-pro, whatever you want to call them, team here to Racine, Wisconsin. We had a game last night and I do the color commentary for that. So just too much going on yesterday and I shouldn't have planned to try to do it yesterday. By the time I got home, it was after 11 o'clock and it was time to go to bed. So, but with that, um, the Evan Witt podcast is brought to you by Strong Enough Fitness. Strong Enough Fitness is a, uh, is here to help you lose weight. Um, I am the founder of Strong Enough Fitness and through the methods I've used, I've lost about 150 pounds through the workout programs that I've done, the eating that I've done, um, following these workout programs. And they're all programs that you can do in the comfort of your home. You can avoid going to the gym. You can avoid, uh, 
uh, you know, things like that, trying to find parking spots and fight people for equipment and not know a plan because that's one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people fail. They don't have a plan. They just go to the gym and they're like, okay, now what? Well, this person's doing this. I might as well do what they're doing even though I don't even know what it does. Well, wait, now this person's doing this over here. He's big. He's, he's very muscular. I can kind of follow what he's doing and maybe I'll get big and muscular too. You know, you don't really have a plan and that really sets a lot of people back. Beachbody, who Strong Enough Fitness, me, uh, use for my workout program that I've been using since about 2014, no, 2013 is when I first did Insanity. And since then, that's where I've lost most of my weight. And it's all structured. It's all a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day, depending on the program calendar, eight weeks, uh, four weeks, three weeks. It all depends on the program and you follow it and you get results if you follow it and you follow along to the the eating program that comes with it. We even have 21-day program. Workouts go from 10 minutes to 22 minutes to 30 minutes to 45 minutes to a little over an hour. Uh, they vary in length, and you're going to get great results by sticking to the, the workouts and the eating plan. And if you want to learn more, all you got to do is shoot me an email, coachevan66 at gmail.com. So now moving to the topic of today, the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers, the 100th anniversary season the Green Bay Packers underway uh they had a big old party uh, around Lambeau Field yesterday I forget who was performing I want to say the Killers but I might be wrong um I knew they opened up the new Pfizer Arena and I believe they're up in Green Bay for this weekend too I like I said I could be wrong if I'm wrong tweet at me at Evan Witt Sports and let me know if I'm right or wrong but I believe it was the Killers so you know, with that, Packers, Bears, uh, Packers missed the playoffs last year after finishing 7-9. and nine. They lost Aaron Rodgers to injury, and that is what really contributed to the Packers missing the playoffs. They're the first time in a, I think, 2008 season was the last time they missed the playoffs. The Chicago Bears finished the season at 5-11, rookie quarterback in Mitch Tabitsky, uh they fired their head coach, um, brought in a new, pretty much a brand new offensive staff, kept the defensive staff together. But Matt Nagy, um, 16, 16th head coach in franchise history, has 10 seasons of NFL coaching experience under Andy Reid. And he was the offensive coordinator in 2017 in Kansas City, his first, uh, his fifth season. His, but his first as offensive coordinator, and he's going to try to bring that offense that was very successful in Kansas City to Chicago. Mark Helfrick is his offensive coordinator. He was uh, four years as head coach at the University of Oregon. Uh, he completed a 37-16 and 16 record during his four years there from 2013-16. to 16. Vic Fangio is still the defensive coordinator, his fourth in Chicago. He will be continuing to call the defense of Chicago Bears, and they've had a really strong defense pretty much everywhere he's went, and and, he, and so far his time in Chicago as well. And then Chris Tab Tabor is his first season as special teams coordinator for the Chicago Bears. One familiar face in the Chicago Bears coaching staff, Ed Donatello, is a defensive backs coach for the Chicago Bears. You might remember him during his time as defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers in, I believe it was the late 90s. And Kevin Gilbride, another name you could might remember. Um, he's been around uh, a bunch of places in the NFL. 
So the Bears, uh, Donovan Riello, assistant offensive line coach, former uh, offensive lineman in the NFL, former Nebraska uh, center, and Mark Snyder, former uh, college head coach. He's a uh, uh, offensive quality control coach for the Chicago Bears. So a lot of experience on the Bears uh, coaching staff and the Bears are looking to uh, right the ship as it seems like they've been struggling since they they decided to let Lovey Smith go. And they, it was time to let Lovey Smith go, but they've been struggling bringing in personnel. They've been hiring the wrong coaches and they just haven't been able to hit on anything. Um <clears throat> You know, they did make some changes on personnel. They brought in Allen Robinson the second. They brought in Trey Burton. They brought in Khalil Mack. They drafted Rokon Smith. You know, just a few guys to mention. They kept Kyle Fuller, who the Packers are actually trying to get as a free agent. Uh, Kevin White looks to be finally healthy. They also brought in Tyler Gabriel from the Atlanta Falcons. And Anthony Miller is also a pretty talented receiver. Terry Cohn still there. He can have a huge impact if Nagy's able to bring the Kansas City offense to the Chicago Bears, as we saw what Kansas City did with their group of running backs. And Jordan Howard will be that more bell cow running back. Mitchell Chibitsky is the starting quarterback, and protecting him, he's going to have Charles Leno Jr., Eric Crush, Cody Whitehair, Kyle Long, and Bobby Massey, and then T- Trey Burton, who I mentioned at tight end already. Could be a pretty formidable offense. It might not be week one, as all the moving parts are getting used to playing with each other, but it could be a pretty formidable offense if all things go well. Then you got the Chicago Bears defense. Vic Fangio is a defensive coordinator for another year in Green Bay. Then they bring you Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, and Jonathan Ballard as they're starting off a defensive lineman. Linebackers, very talented, and Khalil Mack, Danny Trayathan, or Quinn Smith will be starting probably by in the next couple weeks. Until then, it's uh, Nick Kowatsky, and then you got Leonard Floyd, who'll be playing with a club on his hand. The secondary is the big question mark. Uh, they don't have a lot of speed in the secondary with uh, Prince Amakamura. Adrian Amos Jr., Eddie Jackson, and Kyle Fuller as their starters. They don't have a ton of speed back there. But when you have the potential pass rush with Floyd and Khalil Mack and Akeem uh, Hicks that the Bears could potentially have, it doesn't really matter because the quarterbacks aren't going to have a lot of time throwing the football. You know, the Bears weren't the only team, too, that went through some transition during the offseason. The Packers did, too. They have a new defensive coordinator in... Mike Patton, formerly Cleveland Browns head coach. He's also served as coordinator in New York as the Jets coordinator. And then Buffalo, both under uh, Rex Ryan. And he runs a very very disciplined, very physical defense. And he's one that's going to do multiple fronts, multiple formations. And he looks to confuse you he looks to cause confusion and cause disruption and he starts with the his confusion and disruption up front with the the defensive line defensively they brought in Muhammad Wilkinson as a free agent who played his best year under Mike Pettin in New York they brought back Tremont Williams longtime uh, Packer corner who left for a couple years is now back bringing leadership to a young secondary that has Kevin King, Jahari, Jari Alexander, and Josh Jackson draft picks for the past uh, two seasons for the Packers. Um, he brings some uh, experience there. Uh, Devon House is back too to help with that experience somewhat too. 
They also uh, had in defense Kenny Clark, another year older, another year better, more than likely. He really came on last year, really dominated a lot. Mike Daniels is still there. Oren Burke's draft pick this year. They traded for Antonio Morrison during the uh, <clears throat> during the training camp to replace Jake Ryan. They got Blake Martinez. They got James Crawford, who's dealing with an injury. And then Corey Toomer, they signed after the 53-man rosters were were uh, formed, picked him up from, uh, I forget exactly where, but I know he's played in San Francisco and Seattle in the past. They got Nick Perry, they got Clay Matthews, they got Kyle Fracco and Reggie Gilbert offering the pass rush, and then Kevin King, who I mentioned, Tremont Williams, Alexander, Josh Jackson, Devon House offering you the cornerback positions with Control Bryce and HaHa Clinton Dix, uh, your starting safeties. And then they got a new punter in J.K. Scott. Mason Crosby still there, new long snapper, and Hunter Bradley. And now uh, the question is going to be: uh, Hunter Bradley didn't uh, look great in uh, training camp long snapping, but they used a draft pick on him, so they they kept him for. I'm sure that's part of the reason why. Yep. So the Packers, in order to win this game, here here's basically it's going to come down to protecting Aaron Rodgers. That's what it's going to come down to. And oh, let's forget I forgot the offense. Offensively, Aaron Rodgers back. You got Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery manning the running back positions at the moment. You got Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, Geronimo Allison, and then who knows what they're going to do after Geronimo Allison. They got a number of young guys they can throw out there. They can do Trevor Davis, who's been in Green Bay for a while. They can do Marquez Veldet Scantling. They can do Jamon Moore. They can do Ekamani at St. Brown. Who knows what they're going to do? I know it's going to uh, come down to who's on the active roster today, tonight, and who isn't. You know, I have not seen that come out yet. Tight ends, you got Jimmy Graham, Mercedes Lewis, Lance Kendricks, and Robert Tunyon. Protecting Rodgers, you have David Bakhtiari, Lane Taylor, Corey Lindsley, Justin McCray, and Brian Bulaga. So offensively, the Packers don't really know what they can be. They can either be extremely explosive with Jimmy Graham, Adams, Cobb, Lewis, and then the running backs and Williams and Montgomery, or it might take a little bit to get things figured out as they didn't really get a lot of snaps in preseason action this year. But the key is going to be protecting Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's coming off his broken collarbone last year, and that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to protecting Aaron Rodgers. And Bakhtiari, Taylor, Lindsley, McCray, and Bulaga are some of the best in the game. And if they stay healthy, they should have no problem this season, especially uh, against the Bears. If they can, those five can stay healthy, it's if you get to the other five where you're going to have some issues with Alex Light, Lucas Patrick, Jason Spriggs, Byron Bell. Um, those guys, eh, Patrick did pretty well in training camp. Brian Bell, not so much. Spriggs, up and down. And Alex Light is kind of unknown. But protecting Aaron Rodgers, especially against the Bears, is going to be key. If you give Rodgers time to throw against Hicks, Mack, and Floyd, you give him time to throw, he can pick these corners apart. He's done it in the past. Rodgers plays extremely well against the Bears. And he should have a great game again today. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I expect to be extremely involved because looking through the Bears, uh, the Bears lineup, I don't see anyone that's really going to match up well against uh, Jimmy Graham. Danny Trayton is more of a thumper in the middle. Rokon Smith could be that guy, but I don't know how much they use him after he missed a week, I believe it was, of training camp. Um, 
Floyd and Mack are your pass rushers, so are they going to put some one of their safeties on him? And if they put a safety on Khalil Mack, he's going to tear you apart. If they put a linebacker on Mack, he's going to tear you apart. Uh, I mean, I mean Jimmy Graham, not Mack. If they put a linebacker or a safety on Jimmy Graham, he's going to tear you apart. So it depends on who they're going to use. I expect the Packers to use Mercedes Lewis and Kendricks a lot to help protect Rodgers, especially in... Uh, uh, when they go more of a bigger set and probably going to see a lot of combination of Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, Jimmy Graham, and then Mercedes Lewis as your wide receivers in the formation. Um, I don't know how much they go Allison, Scantling, Moore, uh, Davis, St. Brown this week, but I expect the Packers to work on a quick passing game, get uh, Jamal Williams involved in the passing game, get Ty Montgomery involved in the passing game. Montgomery has a history of having huge days against the Bears if he stays healthy. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Jamal Williams is your starter. I wouldn't be surprised if Montgomery gets most of the contacts and most of the carries and the uh, the catches and whatnot. Defensively, you know I don't know what the Bears are offering you offensively. They're young. Uh, you have a new co- new coordinator. You got a new head coach. You got a lot of question marks there. And how is Mitchell Trubisky going to react? Is he going to? Is Matt Nagy going to have the impact as a? Uh, you know, like Jared Goff uh, was able to do his second year in the Rams and McVay's system, or Carson Wentz in his second year in the Eagles system. Is that the impact that Nagy's going to have on Mitch Trubisky? Uh, the second-year quarterback, or is Tabitha going to continue to struggle? And I don't know. But the Packers are going to have to keep Tariq Cohn in check because he's going to be probably the focal point of Nagy's offense. He's going to look to get the ball into Cohn's hand and let Cohn make plays. And Cohn's a guy that can make plays. Tariq Cohn can make a ton of plays if you give him the opportunity to. Um, Kevin White's a question mark because he's never really been able to stay healthy, but uh, he's a burner. He can beat you over the top. With his speed, and then Tyler Gabriel is the same thing. So you got two guys that can stretch the field. Then you got the underneath guy, Nalan Robinson. Um, getting pressure on Mitch Tabinski is going to be key as being a young quarterback. He's likely not going to respond to pressure as well as a veteran quarterback would. So you might get some interceptions and some turnovers in that regard. And that's looking at Reggie Gilbert. And I look for Reggie Gilbert to have a huge game today. I'm expecting a sack or two out of Reggie Gilbert and then another impact play where his disruption of the quarterback forces him to make a bad throw that the Packers take advantage of. And Josh Jackson gets the interception. That's what I'm predicting right now. But I think the Packers win. I think the Packers at this point is more talented. I think they have less question marks than the Chicago Bears. And I think the Packers win this game 27-20. to they, they win by seven. They get the win. Now, later on in the year, when the Bears' offense is more comfortable with Nagy running it, maybe things would be a little different. But I see, as I mentioned, Josh Jackson making an, getting an interception with Reggie Gilbert causing the disruption that makes the interception happen. And I see you know Packers' defense playing extremely well. And their front line, Daniels, Clark, and Wilkinson, they got to be dominating. They definitely got to be dominating for the Packers to be successful. But like I said, Packers 27, Bears 20. And the Packers start out week one, uh, after week one, 1-0. One and oh. So now my quick division predictions, and I'm going to go 
down them really, really quick here. Um, AFC East, I got the Patriots winning division. AFC West, I'm going to go with the Chargers. And I apologize, Charger fans, because every time I seem to pick the Chargers to win the division, a lot of things go horribly wrong for the Chargers. But I picked the Chargers because the Chiefs with a new quarterback, some question marks there. How are they going to do with a new quarterback? Uh, the North, I picked the Steelers to win the division because I just don't see anyone else in that division uh, catching them. And in the AFC South, I take the Jacksonville Jaguars repeating as division winners. Wild card, I take the Houston Texans. And I've been debating this between the Ravens and the Chiefs pretty much all week. And I'm going to lean with the Chiefs getting the wild card. I think just the Andy Reid factor... Although the Chiefs are not going to be as good this year as they were last as they adjust to a new quarterback, I think just the Andy Reid factor, the Chiefs end up getting a wild card. They take a little bit of a step back from division winners. However, they do get the wild card, I think. So again, my playoff teams out of the AFC, Patriots, Chargers, Steelers, Jaguars winning the division, and then the Chiefs and the Texans as your wild card. I think the the Browns will finish third in the division, and I think the Bengals will finish last, and we will see the last of Marvin Lewis as the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you're listening, I know Mike Goodpaster will love that one tremendously as he's not a fan of Marvin Lewis. In the NFC area, NFC, I have the Eagles winning the division. I got the Rams winning the NFC West. The Vikings, unfortunately, winning the NFC North. And I got the Saints winning the NFC South. For my wild card team, I got the Green Bay Packers taking one of the wild cards. I think the Vikings and the Packers finished tied for the division lead. But the Vikings get the tiebreaker, I believe. Um, They're going to get a tiebreaker there. And then my other wild card, um, it's a toss-up. For me, between the Panthers and the 49ers at this point. But right now, I'm leaning 49ers just because I really like what they did this offseason. So, run it down. My NFC goes Eagles, Rams, Vikings, Saints. So, pretty much all the division winners from last year win it. But then we're going to have the Packers and the 49ers as your wild card. So, with that said, recap the show. Packers win 27-20. to and they beat the Bears today. And, oh, I forgot my Super Bowl. Super Bowl, I think the Chargers finally get to the Super Bowl. I think they knock off the Patriots in the NFC Championship game to get to this. I mean, AFC Championship game to get to the Super Bowl. And I'm going to be a homer here, a big-time homer. But I think the Packers go. I think just the the addition of... Uh, Mike Patton is going to give the defense just enough of an oomph for the Packers to push into the Super Bowl. So for my Super Bowl, I got Packers and the Chargers. So with that said, if you have any questions, have any comments, if you think I'm very stupid for my predictions, send me a tweet at EvanWitSports or shoot me an email, CoachEvan66 at gmail.com, and I will reply back to those tweets and I will comment on the emails that I get on my next podcast. Again, this is the Evan Witt podcast and I appreciate you all spending some time to listen and I hope you all enjoy your NFL Sunday. Have a great day, everybody.